You're listening to Weekly Wiggins, a creative writing featurette. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Wiggins Wednesday. So I want to say thank you to Peter. Peter sent me a question at askwigs at gmail.com. So I'm just going to answer his questions because actually there's a few questions. So maybe it's some good stuff. We'll see how this goes for the, the Wiggins Wednesday. Hopefully it's great and you guys keep sending in your questions to askwigs at gmail.com. And we keep answering them on Wiggins Wednesday because what better day? Because you've waited. Like you, you got the full show on Friday and you're like, man, it's not soon enough. I want a little more. So here's a little more on Wednesday. So now you only have two days to wait for the full deal. So first question is, oh, it was just on my phone and now it's not. Now I got to find it again. Sorry for the delay. First question is, what's the best sport bike for fat guys? That's a pretty open, broad question. Personally, I love an RC51 for everything. But um, if you buy one and don't like it, sell it to me really cheap. Um, other than that, I don't know. Honestly, uh, I, I think Bry Viffer's got the lock on sport bike. And it depends what you mean by sport bike. Not what you mean, but what you want to do with a sport bike. Um, one of the great things about some of the Japanese bikes is there's a bike for everything. So I don't know what you're considering a fat guy. I'm 5'11 and 220. Um, but, you know, if you want to go on nice little Sunday cruises and or hit the track or just canyon or whatever, man, I've been, I've been really falling in love with a VFR lately. Um, riding Bry Viffer's old 750 in his uh, late 90s, the one that Turdman has in his garage. Great bike, man. Great bike clip-ons but they're above the top triple trees um relaxed seating position you're not super leaned over super aggressive it's it's wonderful but it's still fast it's still got good brakes it still has 17 inch wheels so you can put on a nice touring harder tire you can put race slicks on it it doesn't matter um and man there's not a lot of motor sounds on the planet better than a v4 whoo Man, that VFR, even the VFR not being a quote, quote, sport bike, sport bike, damn, it sounds good. It just, they sound amazing. Um, they look super cool. You know, it's a, it's a mix. I would get the handles off of the rear. But other than that, like, and there's a lot of them with single-sided swing arms. Actually, I think almost all the, the from mid-90s, 750s up had single-sided swing arms. Um, I don't want to say they definitely all did, but I'm pretty sure they all did. Um, so great, you know, great all around sport bike for the money. Um, definitely a cool one to check out and look into, um, you know, don't go buying up all my RC 51s unless, uh, you just want to buy it and sell it six months later for like 300 bucks to me, then I'm okay with it. But, you know, other than that, I mean, you know, boosts definitely lend themselves to fat guys. So, uh, you know. There's a lot of fat dudes on boozes for sure. Um, my dad just found one at his credit union for sale. So if you guys are around the Midwest, Tarot, Indiana, there's one sitting in a credit union for sale. I don't know the price. But boozes and ZX14s, fat bikes for fat guys, you know. So uh, that's just that's just my opinion on that. But uh, the best part is to be a kind of fat guy on a CBR600 and still smoke people and everything else. So it just depends what you want to do. Question number two says... Who is the worst 
flat track racer of all time. I mean, I've got to be close to the top of that list for sure. Um, you know, definitely not very good. Uh, in all honesty, I don't know. Like, I haven't, uh, you know, the, the worst, I don't think, I don't think stand out. And the, the names that I want to say there in the tip of my tongue, people are going to get butthurt about. Mostly those people. I don't like sandbaggers. I don't like people that, um, you know, they want to come race hooligan because it's more popular and because they're not good enough to be a pro, but their job is racing motorcycles and they're not a nine to five worker and they, they complain when they don't get free shit or whatever the deal is. That to me is kind of lame and that's kind of bad for all of it. Um, you know, and it is what it is at the same time. If certain people weren't the ones doing it, other people would. So, um, prime example, if you guys do follow Super Hooligan Series, is Joe Cop won it last year. And I'm not even mad at Joe Cop for coming in and racing and kicking ass because, you know, his competition's the same. Like, yeah, he's a retired Grand National Champion, but his competition's like young dudes that also don't fucking work. You know, they ride motorcycles for a living. So, um, you know, I, but yeah, to me, that's the, that's the worst. The, the guys that won't, that want to come in and, and, and do just, try to ruin shit for their own good it's kind of lame so whatever number three says are amf sportsters as bad as people say or are they worse uh honestly i've only ridden a couple um and they weren't bad everyone just says you got to maintain them more but let me tell you something about harleys someone once told me i hate it when sport bike guys buy harleys and we're like what the fuck and they're like they think that you can hop on it lube the chain, change the oil, put tires on it, brake pads on it, and ride it. And that's it. And they're like, you can't do that on a Harley. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm not the best Harley owner in the world for sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're great or not. I, I, to me, um, the old Harleys, especially the old AMF ones, you leave them to the people that really love them. You know, unless that's a bike you love. If you just want a cool Harley chop, you want something you can do a little bit of work to and still ride, buy a new sporty. Not new, new, but kind of new, you know, fuel injected or rubber mount, do a little bit of work to it. Even the solid mount, like we, like we hooligan flat track, they're pretty great bikes, simple. They don't need a lot of work. They're pretty bulletproof. So the AMF ones though are sketchy, man. The iron heads, I don't know. Number four is the Moto Guzzi V7, just a bisexual sports or 883. I think that's a funny question. But what I like about the Moto Guzzi, and this is what I also like about the Beamers, and also what I like about the Harleys, is it's kind of their thing, right? Like, the sideways V-twin for a Guzzi has been its thing for a long time. And that is a Guzzi. That's what makes a Guzzi. And it's funny because, like, I've seen race Guzzies, right? Shaft drive, motor sideways, probably getting their ass kicked racing. And that's weird. Like, if Guzzi wants to go racing, what are they going to do? Like, what Beamer do? They built a whole new bike, right? Whole new motor, whole new, you know, they don't use an opposing twin to go race. But what would Beamer be without the opposing twin, right? Would, I mean, that's their, like, soul, right? That's why the R9T is so damn cool. It's a good price point. It's a cool bike. But it's that boxer motor is BMW, just like an air-cooled 40 to 5-degree pushrod V-twin is Harley. And a sideways, mostly air-cooled motor is Guzzy. Like those fins and those knees and hanging out there, like that's Guzzy, super cool. Uh, I'm actually I'm a I'm a fan of Guzzy. I've never had one, um, probably never will, because the list of motorcycles I want to own is too long. But um, 
I, I think they're sexy looking bikes and they're they're nice and they are what they are and I think right now they're in a weird spot. Tournament and I saw them a couple years ago at uh, the motorcycle show in Long Beach. And uh, I think to hit certain price points, they were skipping corners on stuff. And the parts of them felt cheap. And I didn't like that. But I get why they do it. They're an Italian company um, trying to compete with other companies. And I don't know if all the guzzies are still made in uh, Italy. They are Italian, right? Pretty sure. 90% sure. Anyway... Um, you know, like the R9T is a good example. I'm pretty sure that's not a German bike. The Ducati Scrambler, not a German bike. So how do you compete with companies like that in those bikes um, that are made, you know, in the Asian countries? So you, you do it by cutting corners places. And it's sad. You know, it, it, it's sad, but uh, it is what it is. And Guzzy not being a big name, they can't really get away with it. You know, the Harleys are expensive, too, because um, they're made here and they're union made which makes them more expensive. So, um, question five, who makes better clothes? <laughs> Triumph or Harley? Um, I haven't tried on much of the Triumph stuff. Uh, I'm guessing they're a lot like Harley and their fashion. Like I, I'm actually bummed with a lot of my heart. Like I've, I've got a decent amount of Harley stuff now. Shout out to Glendale Harley for like almost every time I go in there, he's like, Hey, go pick out some clothes. And, uh, so I got some rad stuff. Um, it's cool. I like it. It's not what I would choose to ride in. What I did get um, from Glendale Harley was some Dickies. I think they call it Dickies Moto Line or Moto Wear Iron Line or some shit like that. Um, it's supposed to be really nice. It definitely feels a lot more durable, but it's it's got some stuff in it. I don't know if it's Kevlar or whatever, but so it's pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah, it's some Dickies stuff, and I like it. Um, and obviously, I got a lot of Icon stuff, and they put the D3O armor in a lot of stuff. Even if it's not, like, leather or textile. Like, I've got hoodies that feel like a hoodie, but they've got D3O. So, and I don't think they really have Kevlar and stuff, so your slide's not there, but your bump impact is. And honestly, you know, a lot of Icon's market stunt riders, and talented stunt riders aren't going fast. They're just not. They're in first gear, standing the bike straight up, going in a two-mile-an-hour circle. So, you know, um, you don't really need abrasion resistance as much as you need that impact from just falling. So, I don't know. I, I think, uh, I don't know what Triumph makes for uh, safety stuff compared to fashion stuff, but I'd say they're probably just as fashionably shitty as Harley. Um, six, is Junkie as ugly as he sounds? You know, that's a secret. Um, have you guys ever seen The Wizard of Oz? When um, they're talking to the wizard and he's behind the big screen? That's how we record every week. So, honestly, I can't say. You know, we've went on rides together, but he leaves his helmet on. He drinks hot cocoa through a straw. Um, seven, last question. Besides Harley, what is the best motorcycle brand for a tattoo? Um... I'm not sure I would ever get a brand tattooed on me. That's hard. That's definitely hard. Um, maybe my own knife brand. Maybe some cool tattoo with that like logo in it. Um, but other than that, besides Harley, what's the best motorcycle brand for a tattoo? I mean, you know, I guess if you're about the only one I see is Triumph. You know, I see some stuff for some Japanese sport bikes, and they always look kind of cheesy. It's so hard to make a plastic sport bike look cool in a tattoo. Actually, it's hard to make a motorcycle in general look cool in a tattoo. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> it just is. It needs done right, usually like kind of cartoonish to make it look good in a tattoo. Um, I've seen very few like bike tattoos that look really good. With any tattoo, I will say, um, you get what you pay for and the shit ain't coming off. So um, do research on your artist. Uh, if you're in a place like we live, like LA County, find an artist that suits the style you want. Um, if you want like a graffiti tag artist, colorful thing, find an artist like that. If you want, there's a lot of old traditional style stuff. If you want old traditional, um, one, I highly recommend Paul Rizza at Old Town Orange Tattoo, just outside of Old Town Orange in Orange, California. Uh, he's done a lot of my work. He's also a killer motorcycle rider and um, takes his whole family out dirt biking and stuff. So that's good. So you're supporting that. Um, but if you like old traditional, which is to dumb it down, like the old Sailor Jerry style stuff, um, he's killer at it, you know, like thick black outline and stuff, but it's, it's, they do that thing, those things for a reason. Um, you know, and some of them say that's the right way to do a tattoo. I don't know, but if you like that style, it looks killer. Another, uh, motorcycle rider is now I'm going to say, I want to say Kale Kochman, but that's not it. He's the flat tracker. I got to remember his name. Um, Cade Gates. I don't know. He was a speedway rider. And before that, he was a professional cyclist. He's actually a pretty damn good cyclist. Like, like went to uh, Europe and stayed for a while. Good. Which, uh, if you guys don't know anything about cycling, um, it's pretty relative to Moto America and Moto GP right now. Um, you go to Europe for cycling, and I'm sure there's like world superbike levels, but um, Europe is where it's at. You know, um, and America is pretty sad right now. So cycling's just always been that way. You know, we don't for mountain biking we have it, but um, still for for road, which is what he did. Um, so yeah, I'll have to double check that name. If someone's really uh, he's around like Ontario, California ish. So if someone really has a real question uh, and and wants a tattoo, he does a lot of like Japanese style. So if you're in that area and want some of that, hit me up and I'll I'll figure out his name. But anyway. Yeah, I'd be scared to put a brand. You know, I mean, put Indian on you. How long is it going to last? Oh, zing. Um, you know, as a motorcyclist, I'm not, uh, like for me, I'm not really tied to one brand. Um, I don't think Harley's picking us up again this year. And even if I was butcher with all the influencer bullshit, um, and he rides mini bikes and shit. Harley don't make that, but he's riding around with the Harley sign on his face. Um, and to each his own butcher face tattoos go well together. But, um, for me, man, it's, it's so hard to get a brand. So that, that makes it tough. But thanks again for this Wiggins Wednesday. That's, uh, it'll be just over 15 minutes of eargasms for you. And, um, hopefully it's good. Hopefully there's something interesting in there. Um, I also got an email, I believe it was actually Brian Viffer. If I am not mistaken, I'd have to double check. But, uh, talking about the elect the soul of an electric motorcycle. And um, I got to say to a point, he's right. I, the live wire felt good. I haven't driven an electric car, but um, I also get it, man. There's something, there's a personality with an ice motor. And maybe it's because we're all old school and we're all grown up on ice. So uh, I don't know. But anyway, definitely... Definitely email again. Email questions, everyone, to askwigs at gmail.com. I think it's a great 
way to do Wiggins Wednesday and definitely makes my job easier. Um, I don't have to come up with some subject every week. I think it's a great one. So do that. Email some more questions. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this Wiggins Wednesday. Um, Two more days and you got the full show. Thanks. Thanks.